Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down the 11-game massive NBA DFS slate. Uh, People played Aaron Gordon today. That's pretty great. Uh, We'll see what happens. I didn't play Nikola Jokic in the massive quantities that I should have, considering I had all the money in the world to do it with Tyler Johnson and... Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Bruce Brown, and oh, I'm just so, so mad at myself right now. Renpak, how's it going for you? Yeah, uh, the Aaron Gordon decision point was a tricky one all day long. Just obviously we had heard during uh, down in the NBA Twitter sphere about the potential trade options, him demanding a trade. That really put me a cause of concern. Uh, on a couple of sites, I decided to remove him from my player pool. So fingers crossed, we'll see what happens in the second half in this Denver Orlando game as we uh, as they kick off the third quarter is when we're recording this, but it feels good to come out under the field over there on both sides. But you know, it's one of those decision points. It's a close one, and uh, and anything in DFS and over anything really in life, uh, decisions are always going to be close, and results are going to be far widespread. So I just was thinking about the James Harden situation. How everybody knew that he wanted to leave, that he was not interested in playing for them anymore, and he just kind of like coasted in and then goes to Brooklyn and goes like a juggernaut like it just takes off I was kind of thinking about that situation with Aaron Gordon he's not James Harden by any means and you know maybe he's planning to get on a contender obviously maybe they move him to somewhere else who who knows where he ends up but like that that kind of situation kept staying fresh in my brain where I'm like do I really want to invest in somebody who's not James Harden uh that's that's trying to move their way out and uh is not nearly as good from a fantasy perspective what do you think about that yeah, no, it's it's always so uh, it's always so fun to read into those tea leaves, the psychological aspect, even just reading between the lines of all the statements made by him, the Orlando Magic, uh, beat reporters. Uh, we can only know what so much is noise and so much is real, right? Uh, maybe everything's everything's a fog and we just don't know. And at the end of the day, it's like, a, is he going to be great or is he going to be bad? Like we we don't know. At the end of the day, it's what makes DFS so fun and makes the thrill of it so great. Happy to be on the. Uh, under him, but obviously he could just break loose in the second half. We, don't say we don't that. Know what's gonna happen. Don't say that. Stop. We're going to move on. Getting to this slate for tomorrow. Get down to that bottom bar. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. We have so much to get to here. We'll talk about our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight, here uh, at the halfway point of the show. But you ready to get rocking, my dude? Yeah, it's the NBA trade deadline eve. As you know, the NBA is a, tr- a deadline league. Uh, uh, in years past, there are significant trades that happened the night before. It will turn this slate on its head once or twice potentially so full full disclaimer uh keep that in mind stars and scrubs activate let's go Luka Doncic 11,000 sitting on the top end over on DraftKings up against Minnesota good lord that ownership is going to be a lot uh I'm gonna have a lot of Luka Doncic I think at that spot it's it's hard not to want to go that direction James Harden we'll see kind of how everything goes tonight we don't even know it we're recording at 818 out on the east coast 518 out here on the west coast 
we have no idea what's going to happen. We had a two-hour lull, so we started recording, and uh, we don't even know if James Harden's going to be in the game yet. Uh, I don't think that news is broken, so we'll see if he plays a better player. Oh, oh my God, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble and have a lot of re-swapping to do, but uh, otherwise, he's going to be sitting on the top end there against Utah. I could see them resting him there. Kyrie Irving's obviously going to be out. I, I assume he plays against Portland, but obviously keep your keep your eyes peeled there because we'll be talking a little bit about Brooklyn going forward. And then De'Aaron Fox, who completely just went nuts again, uh, kind of slowed down towards the end of that Cleveland game. They had it well in check. Uh, sitting at 9K, now gets Atlanta. Atlanta keeps contending in every basketball game. Should have beat the Clippers the other night, but uh, really like De'Aaron Fox here in this spot as well. Talk to me about the top end of point guard. Great options in Luka and Harden. Uh, Harden on a back-to-back, keep that in mind. It is a national televised game tomorrow night against uh, Utah. So that game tips off late. It's the late-night hammer. Brooklyn's another team that's always going to be in trade speculation. So there might be some things that might free up things even more for Harden. Doncic, Dallas is also a team that is looking to be active during the trade deadline. Uh, obviously, uh, Luca's an untouchable. I don't expect him to get traded, or otherwise that would be one one crazy night. But Zinger, that's not though, happening. Zinger's in play. Yeah, he's he's definitely uh, in the cards of being dealt. Tim Hardaway Jr., Brunson, all uh, kind of all the other starters besides Luca, in my opinion, could be dealt. Uh, so that things could get um, pretty pretty squarely against Minnesota. Great matchup. So. Uh, love both of those guys up top. Uh, spending down to guys like Fox and Trey Young in a matchup against each other, I think is fine. I think uh, both teams are obviously in trade talks considerations with Collins and Atlanta. And Sacramento has Barnes, Holmes, Bagley, Bielitsa. All these guys are in uh, some trade talk considerations. But things can uh, definitely open up for both of those guys up top. Over there on FanDuel, uh, uh, obviously Luca's in a fine, fine matchup. 11K. I like, I like it as is. Trey Young, 8,700. Fox, 8,900. Great uh, options to consider. Drew Holiday got all priced up all the way up to 8,300. I do expect Giannis to return. And uh, I think uh, that will be a very contrarian play, in my opinion. <laughs> that was my favorite moment in the history of this podcast. Oh, Rin Pack, come in. Here's the thing. What people don't understand is that you are like, you have more personality out of just about anybody that I've ever met, but you are so focused on being a professional on these podcasts and being a professional in like all your day-to-day operations. It's like, oh man, sometimes he lets you behind the curtain. I, I love it so much. He'll be a contrarian spend-up option. How about Dante DiVincenzo, 6,400? Ooh, yeah, we're going to pass on that too. Uh, we'll see kind of where where all these Orlando pieces are going. Again, Aaron Gordon could get dealt any second as we're talking here right now into tomorrow. They're also on a back-to-back. Uh, you got Michael Carter-Williams up to 5,400 on uh, DraftKings. No thanks. But he's kind of been a guy at the 4,700 that he's at at FanDuel that you can totally punt with and go that direction. I don't know where Sadoransky is going to come in in the ownership. Keeps playing around 30 minutes. Can can get a couple assists here and there. He has spiked uh, nine and seven assist upside in multiple of these starts. So I, I don't mind going there even at 4,800, but uh, not somebody that I'm I'm going out of my way to roster with any frequency. I do like the Tyler Johnson. FanDuel's been better with pricing for sure. 4,400, so he got preeminently priced up for the, the prospect of not just Kyrie, who is going to be out, but the possibility, possibility that James Harden would be out. Uh, talk to me a little bit about him, considering we haven't even seen him play tonight. And then also Sterling Brown. I'll throw him in the, into the mix too, considering we saw 33 minutes with somebody you and I both liked and is still sitting down there pretty low on on FanDuel. 
Yeah, so, I mean, it's an 11-game slate. Ownerships can be vastly, vastly spread apart, in my opinion. So, uh, Tyler Johnson's on an 11-game slate. I'm a little hesitant um, on him. We'll see how he ends up doing. That could definitely change in my insight. Maybe Steve Nash rolls him out for 35-plus, and we're going to expect him to do that again. Uh, it could definitely happen. Other guys, too, in that uh, in the spending down options, I mean, there's guys who could definitely spike in upside, and guys like Sadoransky, 4,600, 4,800 on DraftKings and FanDuel, respectively. Um, has been playing 30 minutes versus Cleveland. I think we can definitely go there yet again. So I have no issues uh, considering that as an option. Frank Jackson's still getting a ton of minutes. Uh, it's 30 minutes of Frank Jackson. I know he's inconsistent as he gets, but 30 minutes at 3,900. Uh, the way things stand right now, point guard value is limited. So if you want to change up your roster construction, obviously opportunity cost is quite high. Malik Monk uh, plays 26 and a half minutes against Houston now. A great matchup for him, so uh, someone we can definitely consider. And Bruce Brown Jr., still in play at $4,700. Last guy I'll bring up because I think he's going to be popular tomorrow, 3300 over on DraftKings. I believe he's shooting guard on FanDuel, so we'll talk about him over there. But Terrence Mann has played 23 minutes, and now he went up to 29 against Atlanta. He played really well. Put up 20.5 against Charlotte, and then against Atlanta, 38.5 DraftKings points. Seems a little chasey possibly, but on a Stars and Scrubs slate, I'm sure we'll get a ton of better value, but at 3,300 right now, he's a guy who would stick out if the slate started this second. Uh, you ready to jump over to shooting guard? One guy who deserves a mention over there on FanDuel, uh, Jordan Clarkson, 4,600. Yeah, that's way too cheap. That's that's a guy with upside. I like him very much. Uh, has upside, not contrarian <laughs> spend-up option. Good God, I'm never going to... That was the greatest moment of my life. All right, James Harden, 11,300 over on FanDuel. DeMar DeRozan, 8,900 against the Clippers. Uh, A guy who has been playing bigger minutes, 36, 38, 34, coming off of his four-game absence. It was for personal reasons, so he's not coming off an injury or COVID or anything of that nature. But 8,900, obviously a tough matchup against the Clippers. Contrarian spend-up. Donovan Mitchell, 8,400 going up against this bad, bad uh, Brooklyn Nets defense. defense in general i mean they're okay they're fine but it's it's going to be a smash spot uh in a lot of ways for him he continues to just put up gaudy numbers only had to play 29 minutes against chicago as they ran him out of the gym they let rudy gobert coast to 64 65 fantasy points or whatever it was but donovan mitchell definitely like going back to the well against brooklyn and then paul george will lump him in finally getting a price increase up to 8200 even though he continues to do nothing when i roster him talk to me about the top end of shooting guard yeah, uh, I'll, I'll pick up with Donovan Mitchell now in a matchup versus Brooklyn uh, in a national televised game. I, I think uh, Mitchell could definitely show up, put on a performance. But is Shaq going not- to be on it? Is it TNT? <laughs> no, it's ESPN. It's ESPN. <sighs> Dang it. Okay, continue. That would have that would have like ramped the narrative up. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think uh, Paul George is a fine pivot off of him. I like going to Paul George. James Harden, 11-3. Definitely in play. Uh uh, could uh, could easily be the highest scoring player by 20 or more points. So definitely uh, a strong option to consider over there in FanDuel. Guys who are also in play just in the slate, say Gilgis Alexander, 7K, price went down after being the highest owned player uh, on the slate the other night. So put, uh, I guess, I don't know what's going on, but I think we can go back to SGA at that price. Uh, over can there, we? No. What a take. What a take. <laughs> And over there on DraftKings, uh, SGA is 8,300, still in play. Uh, Paul George, 8,200. It's a fine option to consider over there. Uh, spending down, keep in mind, Oladipo is in the uh, midst of avid, avid trade docs. Uh, now playing a matchup against Charlotte. We'll see what ends up happening throughout the day. Keep that in mind. Uh, other guys who are 
Uh, if Levert's definitely in play, if Brogdon, if, if Brogdon's just out, uh, I still like him in general, even if he is in, just because uh, Levert's been playing quite a bit of minutes. A matchup against Detroit does not scare me whatsoever. And uh, there are a ton of mature options you could go to. I won't fault you. There's a, a lot of guys who have some upside, but Bruce John definitely sticks out at that $4,700 price tag with the cast of characters in Brooklyn. Tyrese Halliburton, 5,700. Now that I got my second top shot in a pack from Tyrese Halliburton, uh, you can just write him in for a 40-plus game. Uh, put up a massive scoring output, 28 real points, 37.75 DraftKings points. Can we just get a couple more of those counting stats, sir? Rebounds, assists, and uh, you're going to put up 50-plus against Atlanta. That would be awfully fun to see. Uh, going a little bit further down, uh, again, you do have Sterling Brown to go to, 4,500 on DraftKings. I expect him to be playing bigger minutes. I'm curious, again, Houston's going to be a team to keep your eye on. Kevin Porter Jr., uh, he's questionable for the game. He ended up, uh, I believe, playing, yeah, he ended up playing 20 minutes in that game. Uh, with alongside Wall, Oladipo will be bad. So it's uh, Wall and Oladipo, but both are people that, again, we have no idea how some of this trade stuff is going to shake out. Uh, Oladipo didn't sign that long-term deal with Houston. You could have some random value pop up, but uh, just somebody to keep an eye on because, yeah, that's that's kind of how that works. Uh, a little bit further down here at shooting guard, you, again, Terrence Mann, somebody that I, I had brought up over on DraftKings on FanDuel. His price is 3600 so uh, I will probably have exposure there again if the, start, if the slate started this moment, which it obviously is not. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about? Yeah, Devontae Graham versus Houston. Uh, 5K over there on FanDuel. Definitely a fine option in my opinion. Uh, someone who uh, was disappointed many uh, last time out, but now he gets a matchup against Houston. I think we should definitely consider him on both sides. Guys, our show today is sponsored by Nunk Monk. <laughs> that was fantastic. What a great start. We're going to start over. So we're going to move over to small forward here in a second. But guys, first, our show is sponsored by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Make sure you go over there and check out their player props-based contests are easy to play and don't require the same time commitment. Look how much time. We have 12 hours of awesome content that we're trying to cover DraftKings and FanDuel. You don't have to do nearly as much to go over to a monkey knife fight. You have all the props sitting there, whether you want to play NBA, if you want to throw in some UFC on the weekends, some PGA, which is starting a little bit early here with the Wednesday start, and then the Putacana starting on Thursday. I'll be doing a podcast tomorrow morning for that. Esports, soccer, Monkey Knife Fight has everything that you are looking for. So all you have to do is check out which game you want to play, see your contest type and your buy-in. And if you sign up right now with Osmo, promo code Osmo, you will get a first match deposit bonus of up to $50. So sign up today. Uh, take a looking over at the top end of small forward. Kawhi Leonard, $9,000 over on DraftKings. Yeah, that seems low. And small forward, it's it's pretty pretty weird up at the top end, especially on an 11-game slate. You'd think you would have better options, but there's just nothing. Uh, Jason Tatum is sitting there with the Q tag. Uh, he did not... Uh, what did it say? Yeah, he didn't end up playing with the illness. He got the late scratch, which opened up Jalen Brown to the world, which opened up a lot of these other pieces. We'll see if he ends up playing. If he's feeling better, uh, get well, Jason Tatum, uh, you sick pup. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, 8,400, uh, up against the Clippers, same spot there. And then Jalen Brown sitting there, 8,300. Obviously, if Jason Tatum doesn't play, just jam him in, even on an 11-game slate. That's where I'll probably go at small forward. Talk to me about the top end of the position. Yeah, Kawhi looks great. Uh, definitely a fine option to pay up for a 9K. But pivoting the guys like Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown are, make a ton of sense against Milwaukee. I think Tatum will be really low on with a ton of upside in him. So 
someone we can definitely consider, even if he uh, is, uh, hopefully he plays against Milwaukee, but he's questionable as the way things stand right now. Spinning down to guys like Hayward, Jeremy Grant is completely fine. Hold, 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 and we're back. We're back. And uh, other guys in the mid-tier, Tim Hardaway Jr. is 5,600. That's a bit too expensive for my liking. Buddy Heald. Uh, it's a slate with Buddy Heald. He shoots a ton of threes. Uh, could get there for you. So the matchup versus Atlanta, definitely someone we could uh, take our chances on. Uh, Bogdanovich of Utah versus Brooklyn deserves a match just because he plays 30 minutes. He hasn't scored north of 30 points in a while. So do with what you uh, do with that with what you want. And uh, over there, taking a look at things on FanDuel, how the pricing stands out. Kawhi 9,500. Jalen Brown is definitely going to play at 7,800. Gordon Hayward is only 7K versus Houston. Chris Milton's definitely playing 7,400. Kelton Johnson priced up at 6,400 matchup versus the Clippers. Not that really interested. Harrison Barnes, if he's ready to go, I like him at 6K versus Atlanta. And uh, I'd say tough uh, position to spend down for. Uh, Joe Harris definitely deserves a mention at 5K and Bogdanovich at $4,800. That is Bojan Bogdanovich of the Jazz. Yeah, there's there's all the Bogdanovich is not related. Uh, but yeah, small forward, generally you're looking to go down and punt. It's pretty brutal down here uh, for, for FanDuel at the moment. Doug McDermott is at 3800 We saw him get back in and play 29 minutes in the starting lineup there. I could have some interest going that direction. Uh, Malik Monk, who people were kind of looking at as, as a target in the aftermath of Lamella Ball. He's at 3800 Uh Did see those minutes, I think, in the mid-20s. He got up to 26 minutes. Uh, didn't play very well, but we know that he's a shooting-dependent guy that needs to score in quantities. He put up 11-3-1. That's about what you're expecting most of the time from him. But if you're trying to just go stars and scrubs and we don't get value, but again, we're going to get a lot of value on this slate. Like it's almost impossible to imagine on an 11 game slate that we're not going to have a ton of places that are better to go than, than targeting somebody here on this bottom end. We just can't tell you who that is uh, as we're recording right now. Would you agree with such a thing? And then anybody else you want to talk about? Yeah. There's like even one or two trades. Everything's just, everything is out wide open. What's it like? The floodgates are open for all sorts of value. Once the trades go through. Honestly, we need to record earlier more often. This is incredible. Top end of power forward. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 11,400. I I do expect him to go as well. It's got him officially listed. It's questionable, but I'm expecting that to get fired up, and I'm going to have a lot because, again, he is your top end of power forward. Damanis Sabonis, somehow down to 8,800. I mean, Miles Turner and Brogdon got ruled out. 46.8. He was by far my highest owned power forward on FanDuel over there um, uh, two days ago. What better? Was that yesterday? That was yesterday, uh, as we're speaking on Tuesday, about Wednesday. It was on Monday. Hopefully that wasn't too confusing for you, but Damana Sabonis sitting there uh, in a great spot against a bad, bad defense in Detroit. Uh, Jason Tatum, 8,600, going up against Milwaukee. We talked about him. And then John Collins, just kind of like preemptively priced up at 8,200 because he has shown the ceiling that he had the 63.2 that he put up against the Lakers. However, as I click over here on Clint Capella, uh, you know, he's he's somebody who still got up 12 and, or what was it, 8 and 16 in that spot. So like, yeah, John Collins would pretty much need Capella out and Capella's not going to be out. So that's kind of a terrible price. Talk to me about the top end of power forward. Giannis is great, uh, 10-8. Even if the Q's tag, I think he's ready to go. He practiced earlier today. I think uh, against Boston, I think Giannis can do Giannis type of things, which are 
really good things. Sabonis, 9,400 uh, is a fine, fine option, even if those guys are in against Detroit. Nothing really uh, should prevent him from having a good game. Porzingis, I like at 88K over there on DK. I know he's been disappointing. Uh, I've been chasing it, him quite a bit. I think uh, against Minnesota feels like a good get-right spot uh, for Porzingis. Uh, we'll be very low-owned, in my opinion. Jeremy Grant, 7,400 versus India, Indiana, definitely a fine uh, option to consider. I like him a lot more than I do Collins. Pascal Siakam just got um, fined 50K by his coach. Uh, now, if you want to buy into a narrative that Pascal Siakam is a G, because he's a really good player in my opinion, I think he can definitely ball out at $7,300 versus Denver on a back-to-back. Uh, Rashawn Ooh, he's Holmes a has, what? He's a G. He's a G? Yeah. That's what you're taking out of this? You got to find yeah. 50K for being a bad teammate, basically, but he's a G. I, he just was a little voicing his opinion. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> okay. I think, I think, uh, I'm all for player, uh, player. Who am I doing player. the show with today? This guy's, this guy's incredible. Keep going. Keep going. Oh my God. I'm all pro, I'm all pro player and all, but like, I think that's completely. What it is is know. that you get very excited about the trade, trade deadline is what I'm learning. Like this, there's nothing that interests you more than speculation drama combined into the trade deadline oh for sure for sure there's 100 percent. no no questions asked about that uh rashawn Holmes, 7100 also a guy who's on the trading block i think uh people have been inquiring about him so definitely in play and also kind of out of play just because you never know what might happen the problem is those the atlanta hawks and sacramento kings two of the teams most likely i think are to make a trade are in the late night hammer so i have no idea what's going to happen uh up until late in that night and um, uh, spending down for options like Pokicheski is fine. Uh, we're seeing him to get some minutes. Daniel Tice, 5K, still no Tristan Thompson is fine. Nothing too exciting, really, in my opinion. Uh, maybe Denver uh, rules out guys like Millsap on a back-to-back, going to a guy like Jamichael Green could pop up at 3,300. Uh, just uh, reading into stuff like that could pan out for you. Over there on FanDuel. Uh, Porzingis definitely plays 7,500. Siakam, 7,900. But Sabonis, sub-9K, uh, definitely. Probably one of the best power forward options on the slate. And Giannis, always uh, in play no matter who he's facing, in my opinion. Um, spending down. Uh, no, uh, keep in mind that uh, Nicholas Claxton's 5K now, and I'm slowly backing away. It's getting a little too out of hand with that pricing, I think. We'll see what happens on a back-to-back versus Utah. But not that really interested in him. I was never on him. Am I supposed to be on him tonight? Is that a thing I'm supposed to do? I got done telling everybody that I shouldn't be on him. So I feel like I can't go and like jam him in now in the aftermath. I feel like that's not good for for my uh, for my reputation. But uh, letting it be known, James Wiseman is starting tonight. So we're going to go over to the center spot because I have some adjustments to make in my life. Letting that be known. Uh, if you guys hear this uh, tomorrow, we apologize as maybe... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to have a ton of James, James Wiseman now is kind of what I'm learning. Uh, top end to center, uh, Nikola Jokic, 10,800. Carl Anthony Towns, 10,200. Nikola Vucevic, 9,800. So Vuce and, and Jokic are going at each other right now. Uh, Nikola Jokic is winning that battle. I think that's been apparent in the first half. I'm not sure what he's at now, but uh, definitely, definitely crazy. Um, also, James Harden might play now. Oh, man, this is this is... 
sounding sketchier than I thought it was going to be for Harden, but we'll we'll take a look at it. This is that that's neither here nor there. This slate, you've got Nikola Jokic ten thousand eight hundred, Carl Anthony Towns up against Dallas ten thousand two hundred. Obviously, we're seeing those minutes get elevated. He got up to thirty eight against OKC. There was nobody who could really stop him. Only got to fifty four uh, fifty four and a half, but a spot where I definitely want to be taking some shots on him again. And then Vooch up against Phoenix, probably a pass at ninety eight hundred. But Gobert, Brooklyn eighty three hundred. I'm expecting that it's going to be him that you're going to be wanting to pay up for out of that grouping because DeAndre Jordan's not going to be able to guard him. Nicholas Claxton's not going to be able to guard him. Oh my, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, you bring up a great point. And I think uh, Gobert versus his Brooklyn team, fine option on both sides, 8,300, 8,400 respectively. But I won't fault you if you want to pivot to a guy like Christian Wood, uh, spending down to guys like Valanchunas. Uh, no issues there, even Capella at 7,200. His price is falling down quite a bit. But paying up for guys like Jokic and Towns, come on, man. It's going to be tough not to have an interest in those two guys. I know it's a 10, 11 game slate. They need to explode, but both of them have 70 point upside in their bag. So definitely guys to pay up for are uh, definitely consider those guys options. Well, keep in mind with this Al Horford situation, if we get a Moses Brown situation yet again, the guy's been playing well, but he played the same Valanchunas team. Earlier, uh, when he uh, played, he fouled out, I believe, in 24 minutes, uh, if I'm not mistaken, against Valanchunas. So he does foul at a pretty high rate, but he rebounds at an exceptional rate as well. So uh, we'll see what ends up happening with Valanchunas. Zubac is definitely in play yet again uh, with no Serge Ibaka. So I like going to Zubac on uh, both sides, really. Jared Allen against Chicago. We just saw what Gobert did to this uh, Chicago team. I like going to Jared Allen. And I feel pretty confident in his minutes nowadays. I get a That's little really about it. I get yeah. a little worried about Zubac, and I I love him. You know how much I love this man. But they went small to come back in that game towards the end, and Zubac got out of the gate hot. Like he was playing very very well in that first corner. The Clippers got behind. They ended up going small. Terrence Mann ended up in the rotation for way more minutes than kind of what we were expecting. And that's now happened two games in a row where they've kind of capped Zubac around 25 minutes. Uh, Charlotte was a blowout, but the Atlanta game was definitely more concerning for me because, you know, he was a rebound away from getting that double-double, which was sat on DraftKings. Uh, I I don't know. At 5,500, I think I got to probably be on the other side of that, as much as it pains me to say I I love the man, but it's, it's going to be tough for me to get to. Looking down at the bottom end here, Claxton's still at 4K. Again, if you want to go that direction, if he's going to be playing mid-20s minutes, he's definitely viable. They're going to need big bodies against Utah. We'll see how much DeAndre Jordan and him split times split time at the center uh, spot tonight. But otherwise, uh, anybody else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Oh, and JaVale McGee, don't play him. He's not going to ever do what he did again, I hope, in those 19 minutes. I swear to God if he does. He's also uh, been on the trading block forever, it feels like. So we'll see what happens with McGee. But yeah, the thing with the Zubach thing, yeah, it was definitely interesting. Obviously, Atlanta went to Collins at the five, and he kind of got played off the court. Uh, We'll see what happens in San Antonio. I feel confident he'll get 24 minutes at the minimum and upside for 30. So if he's, um, I think he's definitely in in FanDuel. He's an option there. I know you only have to play one, but. At 5K, he lets you do a lot of other things that, um, in the um, other other positions, paying up for other guys. So I know you can't pay up for everyone, so you got to spend down somewhere in some spots. But I think Zubac is a fine spend down option. What in the world? OG Ananobi has center eligibility on DraftKings. What a, Stop what a time. Stop it. What a time. What? what a time. Oh, my. 
5,500 yeah. power forward center eligible. Yep. <laughs> oh, and that's man. a thing. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm glad um, you found that. We, there's no better way to end than OG and Anobi at playing him at center. Definitely the route you want to go on Wednesday. Uh, Rimpack, anything else you want to say on our way out? Uh, it's a massive slate. Uh, it's the eve of the trade deadline. Keep that in mind. I know a lot of things can get uh, fluky real fast uh, on these type of days, uh, the night before the trade deadline. So keep that in mind uh, and uh, stay atop of the news if you can. And uh, check out all the content throughout the day. Keep your eyes and your ears peeled to awesome.com. We've got you covered on YouTube. The News God's got you covered over on Twitter. If you follow that Osmo NBA account, we'll keep you updated on all the news as it comes in, as it starts flooding in, which I promise you on an 11-game slate before the trade, di- trade deadline, it definitely will. Guys, he's Rinpak. I'm Eric. We'll catch you on Thursday. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.